You're listening to Season 4 of Views from the Bridge, your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. We are a part of the Beautiful Game Network. For soccer podcasts, writing, and any other content, visit bgn.fm. Let's get right to it. Do we want to be a good team, or do we want to be f***ing great? Hey everybody, welcome to Views from the Bridge. Fight, uh, guys, I'm really excited. It's your second favorite podcast about the Philadelphia Union. I think I can say that we're back to second now. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, we're, Why not? Rel- Why not? we're here. We showed yeah. up. I mean, Three episodes yeah. in a month, I feel like we're good. We've got the attendance thing going on. You know, we haven't shown up 20 minutes late to school. We haven't, <laughs> you know, just blown it off because of anxiety. I did air quotes or whatever. We're here, baby. We're here. And 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 the good news is we're playing games soon. So oh that means gosh. we actually have things to talk about. Anyway, before we get to that, hi, mathematically proving most of the time your host, Evan Valella here. Good to see you. Good to be seen. Uh, in order, gang's all here. Justin Ashcraft's here. He's the guy that hits the buttons to make this happen. Hey, what's up? How you doing? How's, I'm, I'm all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm doing great. Good. Good. Excellent. Uh, he was here uncharacteristically. <laughs> Because I've been here on time. Uncharacteristically early this week, Chuck Booth. I hate you. That's not true, and you know it. Depends on the day. That's true. It definitely does depend on the day. Definitely does depend on the day. Today's a good day, because it's a Tuesday. And you know what that means. Paul Catrino Jr. is here. It's not Tuesday. It's Monday, you yep. fool. Uh, yep. I'm doing great. Getting ready for my own season coming up with uh, Sporting Sarah. Is anyone is anyone going to know that, though? Outside of the four of us that are here right now, will anyone know that it's not, in fact, Tuesday? No. No. And they won't. And they won't. They won't. Welcome to 2022, the year of me setting up things for Paul very poorly. So Chuck feels better. That's good. I, I Chuck Chuck hey. earned that this year. This Speaking of being set up very poorly, Jameer Montero leaves the Philadelphia Union for some money oh. and an international spot. And, uh, you know, I, I thank you for your time. And he goes to the, uh, the Philadelphia Union West, the Houston Dynamo. Wait, what? No. What? Nope. Nope. And by that, I mean the San Jose Earthquakes. I am having a great time today. And Houston Dynamo aren't even Philadelphia Union West no, because they're that's not, the Colorado Rapids. Yeah, yeah. Well, then Jonesy left, too, so that's even worse. <clears throat> and the Houston Dynamo actually signed players, like good players, like or they're trying to, or something. Well, was that Justin's time, hot like... take of trying to say that Jamiro wasn't a good player? Uh, no, I'm trying to say that Hector oh. Herrera is probably better than Jamiro Montero. Good thing he's not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> mm. Anyway, Miro San Jose, two hundred fifty thousand dollars international player spot. Um, Plus a potential other two hundred k. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can call it basically a million. Basically. Uh, yeah. The international player spots have gone up yes. by a oh, lot, yeah. and especially does it say in the release like how long you ha- we have that international? I, I player think spot those are for? always kind of for a year, right? 
I mean, there I know there's one, there. I know there was one in particular. I can't remember the exact team that was traded forever. Yeah, um, that might have been by accident, but um, they can do do them for multiple years. And it is actually interesting that the union even acquired one, considering they're not even at max capacity right now for using them. I mean, you look at potential, you look at potential, you know, you've seen a bunch of rumors floating around about guys like Riasco and uh, Mysterious Garden player who, you know, is now really just part of the lore of like, when's he going to get here? It's probably going to be never, but hey, we'll hold out a spot for you. Um, so yeah, it is very interesting because they are not at the capacity that they would really need to acquire one. Um, but I, I hear a lot of people saying that the money that they received for Jamiro is like not enough. And they're like, well, we paid X amount of millions for him. It's yeah, like, dude, yeah. his years of service kind of paid that back. You should be happy to just be getting yeah. something for him. It's that's kind of just the way I'm seeing it. It's one of those things where you look at the release and they said that Jamiro was not part of their plans. If they feel like he wasn't the best fit for the lineup and they were able to get something for him to bring in mm. another international player, Ernst is batting pretty good on international transfers. So why not let him be able to play around a bit? Yeah. It's, I am not... If you told us this two years ago, I'd be very concerned about what the yeah, no, thank you're doing. You. Yeah, but at least I, you got him out of conference, but yeah, I certainly believe in the process that they're taking uh, because it has yielded numerous results over the years, and I'd like to see you try to do better. I mean, That's honestly, challenge I think, to everyone. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think we're in a situation where, uh, like. When you look at the midfield, I mean, you have Gazdag and what Montero is your backup ten. You know, you have Flock, or you could play Montero there too. Uh, and like, but the Union are all about playing the kids. And I'm honestly like, I think, I think the reality is, Pax, Quinn, Jack, they've all earned the right to have mm-hmm. more MLS minutes. And if you have Montero like clogging up that spot like these guys aren't going to get as many minutes as they probably should so I mean for me like is it enough maybe not I you know maybe you wish you could get a little bit more I think I would agree with you Paul like when you when you buy a when you buy a fancy car you're never going to be able to sell it for what you bought it for Mm-hmm. You know, because you Never. use it over the course of a couple of years. So, like, yeah, yeah. I think that's the reality is, like, Montero played for a couple of years, and, like, you're never going to be able to sell it for what you bought it for. So, like, well, that's just the reality. Well, to be fair, when you have a car over a certain year, like a make and model, true, you, true. you know, yeah. brand true. new, you know, it's a bit of an investment. But that is the folly of, you know, having to buy a designated player, you know, breaking your transfer fee record for this guy you know, who you really wanted to bring back in Montero, who's already in his mid-20s. And yeah, does, right. I mean, I don't, at least off the top of my head, does anyone make a profit on a designated player? Like, in the league, at all. Has anyone bought a designated player and then sold that player afterwards for more money than what they paid coming in? 
Is that what you're asking? Yeah. No. Maybe Al Marone? I don't think he was a designated player when he originally came in. I mean, the thing for me is that's why you do what the union are doing with the kids. Like, you buy a... In that situation, you're 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 buying an incomplete car that has a good frame, and you're putting some really nice parts in it, and then you're selling it for what it's actually worth now. You know, I mean, yeah. that's what you're handing off to someone kids. who can add more parts to make it a complete ride, and then they sell that for a bunch. And they're like, "By the way, thanks for giving us the sweet frame, bro. Here's twenty." Yeah, and and, and Al- um, Almiron was a young designated <clears throat> player, um, which is a totally ah. different class, and that's what um, Carranza is taking up that spot for us um, yeah. this year. And those are obviously players that you expect to make a profit on, but. A designated player is someone who's in the prime of their career bought to make your team better now. Jamiro Montero yep. was bought, and then this team won a supporter shield. Therefore, everything about his tenure was a success, no matter how disgruntled he was when he left and how much money the union got for him on his way out the door, especially considering that his salary was almost $2 million a year. Um, mm. so you're getting that off the books. For real, though. It's not what everyone wanted to wake up to news-wise, but, like, from an objective standpoint, the Union are still really good off. <laughs> they're, they're still really good with their roster. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, and even, like, um, uh, you know, a lot of times last year we would say like, man, you know, like it's, it's really cool that you're able to have Gazdog and, and Miro on the field together, but like, it's probably not the best use of only having four midfield spots. And so now, especially with like Quinn wins the beat test and then just keeps running. Cause fuck everybody else. Sullivan, like, yeah. Between I, him and flock <laughs> and Martinez, like if they start all three of those guys together, like you're not winning the ball. Hey, no, that's that's scary. Yeah, that's a swarm of bees <laughs> and surrounding you on three sides. To to go back to the to Don't the, forget, the no. transfer and kind of the pieces that we got for for uh, for Miro. Yeah, um, this seems to be the most like MLS flavored move that Ernst has made. Yes, because he got like a like a very MLS thing in a international player slot for it. And it kind of makes me think that this is sort of like a, okay, we have money, but if we get to the winter and we feel like we need a piece and there's a guy in Europe that we think that we can get who would really add to us, we already have the spot for it. And we don't have to worry about, because I think part of it was they got burned so much on like visas and all that shit. Um, Mm -hmm. more, More news on that in a little bit on both sides of the coin, I guess. Um, but like, I, I think they're like, the more that we can do to make sure that like, if we bring a guy from Europe in, in that window again, that we're just like compliant from the jump, then great. And so I, I, in some ways I think that like having like as many international spots as you can get, um, is a, a really fun way to play football manager in MLS. And then B, um, (laughs) Absolutely, also a very good like winter sort of or or mid season transfer kind of uh, uh, thing that we're doing here. 
Because heaven yeah. forbid if if uh, Ur or Carranza don't work out, okay, well we can just try to get somebody else that can get goals, or if we have an injury or some shit, you know, it's a very you, it's a very forward thinking move. Yeah, I mean, I also think, like you said, for the summer, like even if we don't need that international spot, maybe there's another team that needs that international spot that we can say, um, well, why don't you give us some money and yeah. we'll give you the international <laughs> spot and then wait, we'll flip that money and yeah. fill up the international spots that we already had that we weren't using. Yeah. yeah like exactly. Na- Nashville comes to mind there after they sold like mm. three of their international spots, um, this off season. Yeah. Um, yeah, so speaking of, I, I guess Corey Burke has attained his green card? Has he really? Uh, I guess. Are you sure the about evidence, that? The evidence seems to suggest that. He left to go get it, and then on Instagram, He's home? Oh, and the didn't, other day didn't get drug tested on the way? Him in the airport. Nice. In the, this airport in Philly, so... And I think that's something that other teams are just not going to care about and probably forget about. Well, no, this is yeah. Th- this is you've got more people to worry about. No, no, yeah, yeah it's great actually if he does have his green card because it makes him that much more tradable. Yep. Well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I mean, side side note, it makes him eligible to play on Saturday, but you know, whatever. We'll just <laughs> yeah. we'll just roll that one by for a second. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that stupid. Yeah, this week's actually going to suck because everyone has mm-hmm. to be roster compliant by Friday at like noon. Yep. Yeah, you're going to see some shenanigans happening uh, when this podcast comes out and Friday. If there's an in between time, make sure you're refreshing Twitter like every few <laughs> minutes because you're going to see some hoop jumping. The gam will be flowing. Yeah, really. Might, mm-hmm. might be able to resell that international spot this week. Maybe, yeah. Jesus. You might. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, do we just want to get into... Well, I guess we'll talk about Michael Yours or Ur's thing. So wrong. Thing, In- incorrect. That, depending on who you, you are name. on this podcast. Um, yeah, they're, uh, the union... Uh, do you mean dependent me. on the English language? Yes, yes, but yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, um, just wanted to make stop, sure we're guys, clear. guys, stop me if you've heard this before. The Philadelphia Union having some trouble with paperwork. Um, yeah, what? I know, I know. So our new sweet Danish boy is not here, and apparently, by all accounts, will not be here in time for the season opener this weekend against Minnesota United. Which would mean that there's, uh, what, three forwards available for... Three out-and-out forwards available for Jim Curtin and the Philadelphia Union come the weekend? That's three more forwards than last season. Two and a half. I will say, at least... Two and a half? At least in good news, though, Haitian teams aren't the only people having issues with visas um, this offseason, as the New England Revolution have already advanced to the last eight of CONCACAF Champions League um, oh. as Cal- yep. Calvary cannot get visas to come into the United States. What a shambles of a tournament. <laughs> but anyway. It, it just shows how much of a um, 
league-wide <laughs> issue this visa thing is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, we were like chatting on our Twitter DM today, and like I think one of you asked the question, or like, is this a reason for concern? I mean, other than concern that the U.S. government can't process visas fast enough, I don't think so. <laughs> like, I mean, this is not like well, a. Um, it's, it's not like we're sitting here going, "Oh my gosh, we're the only people in the entire world affected by the fact." Right. The U.S. government is three to six weeks behind on their visa process. Yeah, you know, and it, it is what and it is. It's even worse since and, it's uh, like based on the specific city that the team is in processing these visas to get them to the federal government. And um, mm-hmm. as we are all aware, uh, Pennsylvania is a shit show. Yeah, um, it's it's actually funny. We have uh, with us live, actually, the person who does that paperwork. Um, so what's going on over there? Yeah, it's no one. There's, there's no <laughs> yeah, one. yeah, I was going to say the bit is that it's not For once, I was not on the same train as the bit you were doing. I got it. Uh, visual got representation it. for you all guys. Like, their eyes opened up like, is Paul bringing on a guest? Like, no, no, my surprise is no, 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 so, no. Now, the payoff now is he's so gi- minimal here. Now he's giving himself too much credit. Just the impression didn't change. I you know who's worse, having a good time right now, not caring you? about their job and stuff? You are? Uh, the guy who's doing the piece of paperwork. <laughs> 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 because, well, and, and so so to, to bring us back, like, like, is it a cause for concern? No, in in the soccer world, no, because literally it's happening to everybody. Um, yeah. So <laughs> just to d- yeah. deal with it and move does on. It, like, does it suck? Yeah, of course. Like, and, Actually, and, and yeah. Oh wait, you know the guy doing the paperwork probably looked at the paperwork and went, "This guy's working for the Philadelphia Union. That's not a real thing." Yeah, yeah. No, There's I'm not going to process that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not the told- Eagles, so like, I don't yeah, yeah. need to process this work. Oh, um, oh, good. You went for the sports thing. I was going to go for the union <laughs> mystery thing. I thought he was going to be like, I was specifically told not to talk to anybody involved with the union. No, no, no. I was oh, gonna my go God. God. As lo- and like, this isn't the oh Flyers, so we don't need to process mm. this. Mm. Yeah, this isn't this isn't yeah. some like blue collar businessman who's like yeah. on a plane with yeah. famous soccer players and going like, "So, what are you mm-hmm. heading to the Little League World Series there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're gonna win the World Cup this year, Mister Schwanstag, Bedoya." But the hills there. Alejandro. Oh, God. <laughs> let's let's not anyway. do those accents. Um Speaking of, of Alejandro Bedoya, he is in the starting eleven projected for the Philadelphia Union. Hey, hey I, I, had a, I had a preview. visa comment. Oh. Um yep. just Great. I was just gonna say, as long as things are processed in time for him to be in the lineup on March twelfth to beat Jamiro Montero yeah. on his return to Philadelphia <laughs> with San Jose. Uh-huh. Also setting him up very well to battle New York City on March 19th. There's no issues here. Yes. That's fine. Yeah. You know yes, that March absolutely. You know that March 12th game. Martinez is going to have Montero in his pocket the whole game, so it's it's going to be fine. Uh, he's got two for them. It's it's going to be really interesting to see. Uh, la- last thing on visas, um, if you actually, um, 
if you switch to Visa MasterCard, you can get 2.99% cash back on all flights and hotels. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We are Speaking not sponsored of, by Visa. We're not. We are we sponsored by um, anything? I would like that, but yeah, you know. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. Um, yeah. Sporty Speaking of sponsored for a big total of zero dollars. The league has sponsored a bunch of people to talk to them about what they think the Philadelphia Union are going to do this year. And surprise, uh, more uh, more expectations, more high expectations. That should be the case. I It still freaks me out. I mean, at least it's not like another tweet this year like, oh, we're writing in our little notebook. We're taking notes, MLS writers. Now, Doyle, Doyle did that. Uh, oh, 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 the club. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's just like, well, yeah, the union probably looked at this, saw their projections and went, yeah, yeah this fun. sounds about right. This is our yeah. window. That'd okay. be cool. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is good. <laughs> so uh, TLDR, I'm sure, I'm sure a lot of people, because of how Twitter works, have seen this. But uh, in the group of one, two, three, four, five, six, eight people that MLS designates as their voices now, um, which just means that uh, I'm bitter and they the make Apple a lot more money writing about soccer MLS. than I ever did, and so that's fine. Um, uh, Greg Seltzer has us in fourth, so feel free to send him really terrible things on Twitter. Don't do that. But um, everyone else uh, between first and third, and in fact, there is one, two, three folks, Sam Jones, Matt Doyle, Tom Bogert, um, who have the union first in the East. I mean... Smart guys. Smart guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really smart people. I mean... Was sufficiently with Nashville greased. gone. Yeah. It, yeah. it kind of opens up a very clear path. I just, just know, this year. I just don't know that there's another team that has gotten as good as the Union has gotten over the course you, of the offseason. And like I don't mean a wild card case for no, Toronto, you but go on. Toronto has bought a Not lot of really. players who aren't coming yet. So I like, just wrote over at the wild, I just I wrote about, over case, a thousand like, words about why they might not even make the playoffs, let alone win the Eastern Conference. <laughs> They could be in a big hole before July. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So I think like the reality for me is like the the union have gotten better with their purchases, plus the fact that you have oh wait four seventeen year olds now who right. have decent amounts of MLS minutes. Um, yeah, I don't I don't think the union should struggle. Yeah, I mean, too I much. would say the only teams. In the union's tier in the Eastern Conference are like New York City, maybe New England, and Atlanta, assuming Almada is everything that he's supposed to do, which based on Atlanta um, designated player signings lately, may not happen. And that's yeah. if yeah. New York City keeps Tati for yep. the whole season. And they've gotten docked 12 points from FIFA for the kits they put out this year. <laughs> I hope so. Oh, God. Like, How can y'all, you look at what the Union did with Lightning last year and go, well, this will show them. Even, like, like, I don't... So, like, I don't love the new Union home 
kit, which, fine, whatever, not relevant for this. I, I, I think, like, by and large, a lot of the kits that got put out this year by MLS are, like, like good to okay or, like, fine enough. That New York City one is, like... Toronto's is... Toronto's is going to want to watch them wear that. As well. San Jose's is pretty bad. It's a white t-shirt. Toronto's is a t-shirt that has half a stain on the side. Um, I give credit to Portland. I give credit to LAFC. I give credit to Cincinnati. They put out a pretty good orange kit. It's bold, simple, and it pops very well. Mm -hmm. Um, That's that that with Portland and their rose kit as even though the thorns did a better one. They did, but it's still (laughs) nice to see that in MLS. I like the colors. I like the colors. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. I thought about Uh, wearing it. I'll be honest. That's my top four. Other than that, you're right, Evan. It's either passable or bad like it's just like okay yeah. this exists and i'm not going to add it to my collection or it is like why did I'd, we do I'm this i'd like, I'd like houston's if their logo wasn't terrible mm. yeah sometimes a rebrand can really mess things up wow i just realized how like different our likes and dislikes are <laughs> Real? i, I actually, mean where do you actually, find yourself on this I mean, I actually both both of those things you guys just said you did dislike. I really loved Houston's new rebrand. I I love it. I think it's great. Um, I think it wasn't like, executed well, properly. <laughs> maybe it wasn't executed properly, but I generally like it. Um, the, new, the New York City kit I think is interesting. I will be. I don't know that I've seen a picture yet of what shorts they're wearing. What shorts and socks are wearing on the field. And I think that that could sway my opinion about that kit in a different direction, but I I like the I like the thought. I'm kind of in I'm in the same camp with the Union kit. Actually, I think like it looks really good as a fashion kit with jeans, but like I'm yep. really interested to see what the shorts and socks are going to be for that kit. So, um, as someone, um, oh, someone say, who's worked with knows. the Hi, yeah. yeah. Um, so now that this has been officially released, hi, I was part of the Union Kick Collective uh, in in partnership with making last year's and this year's and next year's on and so on and so forth. We do not get that shorts information until very later in the game. Uh, oh. Yeah. So uh, do they, you know what color shorts they're going with? Are you at liberty to say that? <laughs> no. If not, that's fine. Okay, but, all right. But, but like, it's, I like it. It's what, um, it's what happened last year with the light blue kit. Everyone's like, well, if it's yellow shorts, I'm out. Or if it's like, if it's white shorts, that's going to yeah, yeah. make it look really great. Yeah. And well, they, they rocked both of them. They did the yellow shorts last year, and they did the white shorts in the preseason and you saw people lose their minds over it they're like they think well, of the, kit's the funny totally thing is for now. buying a kit so the shorts don't matter because you're not going to be a full kit wanker like that's exactly it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. you're not going to be wearing the full kit ever and if you are you're an idiot yeah <laughs> no i mean turn off the podcast and that's what i mean that that new york city kit i think like 
like with a pair of blue jeans, I think it looks great. I think it looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I think it mm-hmm. could look terrible in the field with if they do bright orange shorts with bright orange socks. I think it looks terrible. But like okay. I, in the uni kids, same thing. I mean, I think I think it looks really great with a pair of blue jeans. Uh, but like, yeah, it, it could look terrible in the field. But I think that that's the thing. That's the interesting thing about kits in the soccer world is I think like one you're designing them I mean I think you're designing them for two different audiences at the same time right you're designing them as a fashion kit that people will wear to the games that the people wear around town that people you know who support your team wear but you're also designing them for the players on the field who wear them you know to play with shorts and socks you know and I think that that's the interesting thing is like I think some kits can look really good one way and like not good the other and then other kids can be the opposite that they look really great you know in a casual setting but on the soccer field it's like uh i don't know don't really like this yeah that i mean that definitely makes sense and i think adidas does a really good job of balancing that out like really you know you come in with an idea and they're like that's great we have a bar to set that's more than just what you guys are bringing to the table you know, there has to be a cohesion there with the team and with leadership in that front office. So you definitely get pushback on things. But, um, you know, creatively, this uh, the home kit was a bit of a tougher tax because you have to incorporate those main colors no matter what. It has to be the entirety sure. of the foundation. Um, but I, I think it'll look fine on the field just because, you know, that the union's brand really has been the navy shirt and i don't think this new stripe does anything to really detract from that element i think adding more gold instead of having that white and red on the front really kind of unifies the Mm. kid as a whole instead of it just being a sticker that's been slapped on there um yeah and i think i think it works both ways from style and function uh, very much to that of Orlando's new away kit. Actually, I need to give them credit for their sunburst. Yeah. Uh, that is that is very clean. And that was very well executed. That's going to look good in both senses as well. Uh, along with Miami too, you know, kind of a completing sponsor. their kit and getting <laughs> um, getting a sponsor on the front. Yeah. They add the collar. It's, it's you know, like it's. It's boring, but like it functions now as a soccer kit instead yeah. of just you wearing also your don't dad's have to do golf much polo when it's a to a game. Sure. It's sure. no, yeah, yeah. You're already you're already sixty uh, percent there if you got a pink yeah, kit. Big, like I'm already halfway in to buy one. Big shout out to uh, a Mickey Kennedy over there in Orlando City's social team for doing a really good kit drop video too. Oh yeah, friend of the good show. St- Good stuff. Very good stuff. And my last shout out will go to Charlotte because that uh, that black kit is going to look great on the field, and really it might be pretty. one of the yeah. Uh, that's is there is work. there a Carly kit or whatever going to be really fire too? <laughs> I mean, it's going to look exactly. It's going to look like their away kit no matter what. <laughs> yeah, so that's right? <laughs> like. <laughs> They might, they might as well do a video drop for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, thank you to the Philadelphia Union for not becoming the first uh, MLS team to do uh, NFTs. Yeah. Uh, fuck yeah. DC United forever, all the time, always. Um, for that. And their kit sucks. Oh, I didn't realize that they sucks. did an NFT. That's 
That's fun. That's oh yeah, fun. they released. They it. have Guess what? It, it looks like their they, kid since from we started recording every well, time. Hey, I so, do. I DC do have a bit of a, like respect yeah. for releasing basically the same kit over and over and over because there is a such thing as classic kits, and you yeah. know what you're going to get from DC United every single time out on their home. Yeah. It's fun if you're afraid of change, then I think that's really cool. If you're afraid of change. I don't know. I think, there's some, I think there's some element of keeping some Yeah, I mean, I don't think that consistency, uh, just though. an all-black kit should be your classic kit, but that's DC United. <laughs> yeah, it's like you added vertical stripes and kind of made it look like a pajama. I mean, at least it's not the same black kit from every year I mean I think my thought on that is like Barcelona I mean you instantly know when you see Barcelona's kit you know they've changed it Mm -hmm. but like you instantly know when you see a team playing on the field you're like oh that's Barcelona plenty of those in Europe yeah plenty of those that's what I like about the union jerseys over the years is I feel like we've stuck to like we've had our you know we had the lightning kit we've had white kits but like We've just yeah, and that's why I like the return of the blue. stripe on that as well. Adding gold and light blue. Yeah, it's blue and gold. The songs are about Philly is blue and gold. That was the whole point with the home kit, and mm. it's it's glad that that's at the forefront of everything because you can really get into an identity battle if you start yeah. really changing that. Um, hey. Doesn't matter. Uh, they have to play well on the pitch when they're in them. The truth yep. is they get to do that this weekend against Minnesota United. The first game! The season the opener, baby. First game. Home live from what is sure to be a chilly Subaru Park. Uh, mm. I don't care what the weather says. It's probably going to suck. Sea breeze, baby. Sea breeze. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going up against the Loons. A team that we don't play super often uh given the whole conference thing um but it's usually a pretty good time when we do at least an entertaining game when we do hey at least um, we're not playing in eight degrees with frostbite in minnesota so yeah yeah, yeah we're not, we're not <laughs> oh wait did i say that area. i'm sorry whoopsies um <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean, to, guys, I didn't mean um, to throw I mean, you a soccer under the bus again no 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 it's fine <laughs> they've, they've, they've done that before um not going to do any like lineup predictions or anything. I think that's a little bit harsh and kind of unfair for a litany of reasons. But uh, I don't know. I want to go around the table, and if everyone wants to give me something we're kind of looking forward to now that the game matters, that would be swell. I mean, I guess I'll start. I'm looking forward to Carranza um, picking off the ball, starting a break by himself, and mm-hmm. immediately getting an assist and showing everyone in Philly why a striker who doesn't score goals was signed. Yeah. It's going to be nice, guys. It's going to be nice. I think, I mean, I think I'm looking forward to, I think maybe more than a lot of other teams in the league, the union will come in prepped maybe not mid-season fitness but like i think we're gonna come in prepped 
You know, I think it's like the time that the kids have spent with the U.S. You know, the U.S. camps and teams and things like that, plus preseason. You know, plus the guys that have spent time at, in their on international duty and everything. I feel like more than a lot of other teams, our team comes in like prepped and ready and um, able to play. And so I feel like we could overwhelm Minnesota with that a little bit. Yeah, actually, prior to um, Jamiro Montero leaving, so it's probably dropped a little bit, but the union had the most um, returning minutes from 2021 of any team in the league. Um and I think mm. it's safe to say that they're still in yep. the top five because they had 90% of those minutes returning. And Jamiro didn't start that many games last year. I mean, yeah. And I think the nice thing about, you know, you had said it's a little harsh to predict a lineup. I mean, uh, there's not many places on the field we're guessing. You know, mm, I, mean, I, I think the striker position is the one we're guessing. You know, Brunswick do you go with two Santos. out and out? Yeah, at I mean, this it could point, be Burke gonna... too if Burke is there. I mean, but like, you're not making. Yeah, it's not that much of a guess. It's Santos, Carranza, maybe Burke, but that's like, that's it. And then maybe you're guessing it right back. But why wouldn't Bizo start there? So like, no, that's. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think there's going to be any yeah, crazy uh, surprises on Saturday. You well, might I see thought it when right Evan was talking about Harry guessing old, that he was uh, more talking about the Minnesota side again, than the Philly side. Cause... Uh, I mean, yeah, you're going yeah. to have to deal with Amaria. You're going to have to deal with Reynoso. Like, that's going to be really scary to have to, you know, fight through. Um, but, you know, like, if they're going through the middle... Philly, yeah. um, what is it there? Who's Hassani Dotson? Mm-hmm. I think he's starting at their eight this year. And it's like he has to do an amazing job to protect his I back. I mean, line. I don't. So. I don't fear I mean, Minnesota there's gonna be chances, at all. I know they but, beat the Union last year um, in a wild trip to Minnesota. But, like, the Union don't lose often at Subaru mm-hmm. Park. Um, so coming in to, no. to this environment in what will likely be a sellout with a pumped crowd, even if it, even though it will be below freezing at the start of the kick, um, like, good yeah. luck to Minnesota because this is going to be a team that's hard to play off the field, especially yeah. when your first choice back line and Andre Blake are going to be right there. Yep. Justin? I mean, I already said. No, fair enough. <laughs> um, I said what I said. I said what I said. Yeah, I, I, I would just love to see... I mean, I don't even think, like, chemistry is the problem. I, I would just love to see Carranza. I, I mean, two goals would be great. Not for him specifically, but for the club. Because um, I, I think that's been kind of a lot of people's uh, sore spot Wait, throughout preseason, which pre-season is a goals? little funny to me because it's preseason. <laughs> right. Like, and, and I, like, I get it. Like, I get it. But, but 
if but we you can can't just even see watch more boards, than half the games. Can, yeah, yeah. If we can see the team look cohesive, create chances, um, and you know, I think two goals would a be enough to win. Um, because I think Reynoso is going to be occupied by at least two Union midfielders. Um, I, I Martinez can probably put the clamps on him himself. To be fair, but I think he'll have a lot of help from Flock. And then if you look kind of past that, I know Minnesota has also brought Daniel in Daniel Gustav is going to cut them apart. I mean, Reynoso's their Denner. guy. Exactly. Yeah, but I, their defense, I don't think, got any better necessarily. Um, and they all got a year older, um, which is easy for us to say when we have a really young backline. But. <laughs> We really um, are in here, like, look with, at all yeah. these old heads. Yeah, look at all oh, uh, your old heads. Well, like, please, watch. we got four 17 year olds. Meanwhile, we're rolling Alejandro Bajoy out for play. 30 games. Yeah, yeah. Which one of our children is going to run by you for 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, just, just cohesion, some goals, even just like 10 or so good chances, honestly. Or, or you know, get a good shots on target. And then, honestly, just like, on corners and free kicks to get a couple of good looks because now that we don't have Miro, yeah. we're not going to waste a bunch of those. Hopefully, a couple good set pieces that yeah, like yeah. skim over the bar. You know, something the, the that just glances to, like, wide watch and yeah, like some creativity. You know, yeah. some cohesion. Like I said, uh, chances. You, you want to see some chances? Chances. Uh, I'd love to see. Really... You know, I I might have told a uh, uh, Philadelphia Union assistant coach that I, at least, no, all four of us have some experience with or knowledge of to maybe teach the boys how to score some free kicks because he did that a fair bit when we all would have seen him do that. And so sure. if if uh, if 44 could just do that, that'd be great. Um, but, uh, uh, you know, yeah, just a cohesive... Win obviously would be wonderful, but even even we'll take any kind of points here. It's the first game. I'm not going to be that distraught yet. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to be distraught with the game at all. I mean, I think they're like, and neither should anybody else. Have. No, there's. I mean, there's a reality. Like you were talking about, people complain about preseason goals. Like half the games, the the strikers that played the second half were academy kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know yeah. what you, you talk want about them to kids. do. Yeah. <laughs> like this is not this is not like oh this is a yeah. good striker who's like a complete player who's going to dominate the league for five years yeah. this is like um maybe this player will play for the unit at some point in time but maybe not so like no like this kid up. is deciding who he's asking to prom they're not, they're not even old enough to go yeah, to prom not, yeah, yeah. how am i going to not even prom <laughs> like freshman year homecoming <laughs> that kid's not allowed to work after 8 p.m so you know, <laughs> it's a good thing that the preseason <laughs> games were in the afternoon. Then, yeah, yeah. for real, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you want to talk about Pax and Jack being the kids? I mean, you know, Darbo and yeah, <laughs> those guys are seriously toddlers. <laughs> yeah. So five years. Old. Everyone relax. You're going to see some fun union stuff because Literal this children. team at least knows each other. Yeah. And these young kids are going to put on some fun. I'm. Quinn Sullivan, look out for him. This oh year. my God, what a year! I, he's listen, have. anyone who hasn't done the beep test, all right. <laughs> when you're the last one standing at the end of the beep test, you've done it. Congratulations, yeah. you yeah. won. You don't keep going like a maniac. I don't get it. <laughs> you don't. 
I don't get it. Unless you're Quinn Sullivan and you're determined to show that you are a shuttling badass. Does he potentially have the most in the tank out of anybody in MLS? I don't want to speculate. Hold on. Guys, I just want to say this. Because none of you are double his age. When you are double his age... That's fair. And you're looking back... When you're looking back and you look at your 17-year-old self... You say, mm-hmm. I would have kept running for days if I knew what I had when I was 17. <laughs> uh, mm, I would have gotten a hot dog from the snack stand. <laughs> now, I'd be like three sprints into the beep test and be like, uh, I'm never doing this again. That should be, and I know, well, actually, there would still be time. I, I know there's a little, there's a media thing coming up for, for people, uh, <laughs> Have the I media think, run the beep oh, test no. and see what they People do. Are gonna die. Oh my god! Against yes. Quinn Sullivan in the beep test, and two sprints in, he's in the clear. Yeah, um, that's how you kill journalists. It is. It is. Yeah. So you keep know, going, hey, guys, if anyone, keep going. if anyone out there in in the United Arab Emirates needs some advice on how to, or or uh, or Turkey needs advice on how to kill journalists, oh god, beep test, beep oh, test, it, beep test. It sounds then, like time to end. They the already signed a waiver. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway, yes, it sure. does. We're going to do that at the FTB Pod. If you want to DM us, kind of slyly, and say, "Hey, I didn't get that reference." It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You don't want to know. <laughs> Nothing know. happened. Nothing happened. Thank you, Jeddah. It's such a progressive city. Anyway, at VFTV Pod, uh, let us know how you feel. Let us know if you like us. Let us know if you hate us. Let us know if we're no longer allowed in your country due to some sort of things that we might have said on a podcast. Whoops. Anyway, uh, we're going to be Minnesota United three to nothing. Uh, a goal by um, a goal by Julian Carranza. A goal by Daniel Gostog, and a goal by Jakob Lesnis's left foot from the opposite corner flag. Uh-huh. The left one. <laughs> yeah, the left one. Left left corner flag, right foot. Um, anyway, and we'll talk to you guys after all that happens. More importantly, no goals mm. for Ray Gaddis this season. Oh, it's Jesus. back on, baby. Uh-huh. We're keeping track. We got that counter back up. Uh-huh. We're going. We're rolling See, with and the there, that numbers. There is going to keep world ticking off. I think off. Cincinnati is so desperate that they put him at forward. Uh-huh. Can't anyway, wait. T- Can't okay. wait. Take it away. Take it away. I'm done. I don't know how to stop this. What's happening? That's okay, or we just don't. <laughs> you have just listened to an episode of Season 4 of Views from the Bridge. You can find us all over the internet, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at VFTBPod. Thanks to our sponsors, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier of MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. We're also sponsored by Robbie over at Icarus FC. Icarus will make the custom kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Get started at IcarusFC.com. Do you enjoy the show and want to support us? There are two ways. You can add a design tree at dsgntree.com slash VFTB for all of our latest merch. Or you can just buy us a coffee or beer at Ko-Fi. Ko-Fi.com slash VFTBpod. Thanks for listening and your support. Views from the Bridge is also a podcast of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Head over there to find all kinds of soccer writing, content, and other podcasts. For Evan Villela, Chuck Booth, and Paul Catrino, I'm Justin Ashcraft, signing off.